Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lounging with Lo, the podcast where we dive deeply into my favorite movies and TV shows. I am your host, Lo, and I'm so glad that you guys are able to join me this evening or morning or afternoon, depending on what, uh, where you are in parts of the world here. So, I just want to let you guys know that, you know, after doing this podcast and kind of working out the kinks and other natures of the um, works of my podcast here, I've noticed that I will have a lot of content to go over if I just go every episode by episode, especially if it's on a TV series here. So this is what I plan on doing. I'm just going to go ahead and talk about each season when I'm talking about my favorite TV shows, whether, you know, be different highlights in there or my favorite moments or some um, little interesting facts or trivia portions of that. Um, I think we're going to try and do that and see how we go. I know that in the previous podcast I posted, I did episode one specifically, and that's kind of what I noticed after that. I'm like, "Uh, I better just go and do lots of seasons because... Castle has 173 episodes individually. Uh, most seasons have 24 episodes. Some have 23. Um, so that's just a lot of individual, a lot of individual podcasts to go over. Uh, let's go ahead and start talking about some of my favorite moments from season one. Uh, we're going to do like a little bit of a review, a recap of. Um, Season 1, and some of my favorite things that uh, I noticed in some of the episodes that I've watched as well. So, as everybody remembers, um, you know, we are first introduced to the charming novelist-turned-amateur detective Richard Castle, and also the no-nonsense NYPD detective Kate Beckett. So, grab your coffee, grab your wine, grab your uh, beverage of choice, and... Let's go ahead and dive in to our favorite moments of Castle. So I just want to kind of give you a little bit of a personal thought or, you know, personal story here. So I came into Castle about midway through, I want to say almost season three to season four, like midway there when it, when it first started airing. And I've watched it ever since then. So I never really understood most of the, um, of the characters and what the settings and everything like that until I started buying the DVDs. And that's when I first started watching it all the way through from season one all the way to watching it on where I was at on the TV. And what's funny is I brought the DVDs over to my friend's house and we started watching it and I started to pique her interest and she has now rewatched the entire series on her own again and um you know we kind of talk about it because you know that's what we have a similarity about here so again we're going to do a brief overview of castle again it's the master it blends in the genres of comedy and crime solving and sometimes it will keep you on the edge of your seat for certain plot twists of episodes or, um, you know, they leave you, leave you with cliffhangers towards the end of the episodes or, or anything like that. Um, obviously, it's, you know, it has a lot of wit, suspense, and, um, you know, just it, it's just an amazing roller coaster to, to see. 
And, you know, obviously, we first see Rick um, get his life turned upside down when, um, in the very first episode, The Flowers for a Grave, as I, as I mentioned in my previous episode, you know, he's at a book release party for Derek Storm, and Kate Beckett comes in wanting to question him about a possible murder that came from his books. So, you know, that led him to being a consultant for the NYPD so that he can be able to write his next novel, who comes from the inspiration of Kate Beckett. So there's a lot of wit witty banter going on between Beckett and Castle that, you know, is portrayed in the budding relationship of that in this particular season. So, as I have mentioned, um, most of the episodes are based in New York City. Obviously, everybody knows that the New York that New York City is a place that never sleeps, and that's very fitting because obviously, as we all know, crime never sleeps as well. We see a lot of scenery from the precinct, whether it's um, uh, you know the the detectives and Castle and the captain and the um, you know, at their at the at the desks, trying to figure out the case, figure out you know the the plots and twists between it, and figure out who the murderer is. Um, we go back and forth to Castle's apartment, where you know Castle's private life is at. Um, you know, and we also see um, Lainey in her medical examiner office and uh, other places as well. So, like I said, there's lots of good scenery in those shots as well. And if you have not seen it, um, obviously we want you guys to watch it. Um, you can watch it on Hulu, you can see if you can be able to rent or buy by the episode or the uh, season on any streaming services that have, have the ability to, that has those. Or if you'd like to watch on your own time without the ads, of course, uh, you can buy the DVDs from Amazon, which is what I did. So if you have not seen season one, please do not go past this point. And uh, we don't want you to hear any spoilers of any episodes that you haven't seen yet or anything like that so again refrain from listening to the podcast but if you guys have already seen season one let's go ahead and finish our conversation so here's a little bit of uh, here's here's a little bit of the, the plot overview of everything so again it introduces the characters and it shows how castle and beckett work every case together with the help of javi and ryan so along the way, we see the private life of Castle with Alexis growing up and, you know, obviously Martha being Martha. Um, again, Beckett's the secret fan that nobody knows about that we learned of the season. Um, and sometimes, and then right here is what we learned about why Beckett became a cop. Um, but as normal Castle fashion, he decides to investigate her case. But is also threatened if he looks further into it that her and Castle are finished and discovers something and leaves the episode leaves the season with a cliffhanger at and it's like what did, did, did they stay together did they do this like what what happened you know that makes you want to watch it this time so let's let's talk about some of the notable episodes that you know I kind of liked uh, I want to share with you guys so uh, episode five is a chill goes through her veins so this one allows us to know the backstory of why Beckett became a cop. Now, obviously, as you guys know, the 
series started in 2009. So they're going back 10 years, which is 1999. Okay. So when she was 19, so obviously that tells you she's almost 30 years old. Uh, and when the first, when, the, when we first get introduced to her, her mother, Joanna, was stabbed to death on her way to meet her daughter, her, meet her and her dad, Jim, for dinner. So obviously the detective came in, who is Detective John Raglan, who we will probably know later on. There's, there's always a backstory why he was involved. And they just kind of like put it on the back burner and try to stuff everything in a box to not really go into the case and solve it, as you saw through Chill in Her Veins with the cop that they were talking about. So she explains to Castle why she wears the watch and wears the ring that's around the chain. So the watch was to was symbolizing the downfall of her father being an alcoholic after taking you know after the whole thing of Joanna Beckett's death and he took it really hard and she was able to save him. And he was five years sober. So that's amazing right there. And the ring on the chain was to show them, was to tell us that this was the life that she lost, which was her mother. And it's, they were never really able to explain or find out that, that, that they were able to find the killer, but... What they did was they just took it down to a random act of gang violence. So, you know, that's an amazing backstory there of what, of why she wears the ring, why she wears a watch, and, you know, things like that. Um, and then, obviously, there's another episode. It's called Home Where the Heart Stops. So they're supposed to go to a charity event, and you see Beckett in, trying to find a dress to go to the gala. That that Castle was able to get tickets for, and they're looking for dresses, and Lanny's there helping. Like there's nothing here, so he gets they get a surprise um, visit at the door. It's a big white box, and it's a beautiful dress with a message on the box that says "Bibbity Bobbity Boo." They're like confused, but like it's like Cinderella, fairy godmother, you know. But it's it's really really pretty. Uh, she she turns out really really nice in the, in the dress. Um, How hath no fury? That's the number four episode. Um, this is the first indication of what we call the same brain from Castle and Becca. So this is kind of like they're on the same page, thinking the same thing, and they say at the same time type of relationship. This is when we first get the indication of that. So we had a few guest stars come on the season here, and let's kind of talk about those guys for a second. So again. Monet Mazur, she plays Gina. She will, she's probably best known for seeing her in um, Monster in Law, which is a good movie. We'll talk about that later on in the in the podcast series series as well. Um, obviously, we see Castle's book poker buddies, um, James Patterson and Stephen Cannell. Uh, those are real authors. Um, Dan Castellaneta. If I'm saying their name correctly, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Uh, she, he plays George Markaway. He is one of the voices from The Simpsons. 
Uh, Sarah Drew, she plays Chloe Richardson from Nanny McDead. And uh, she is April Kepner from Grey's Anatomy. I'm not sure if you guys know that. Um, George Newburn, he played Howard Peterson or Mr. Peterson. Um, he was in uh, Father the Bride 1 and 2. Uh, Bruce Campos, I'm sure you've seen him somewhere around uh, the, the, you know, in the movie industry. Um, he played Calvin Creason in, um, in Castle. I can't remember what episode it was. I have to look at it again. Um, Aldous Hodge, he played Ozzy in Always Buy Retail. Aldous Hodge, I have seen him in Leverage, and I love Leverage. We'll get to, we'll get to that later on as well. Uh, Starby Chanfield, she plays Meredith. Uh, Katarina Scarsoni, if I'm saying their name correctly, I'm sure, I'm sure it's an Italian name. Um, Katarina, I'm sorry, that's how, that's how you say her name. Katarina is Amelia Shepard from Grey's Anatomy. She was really, really young. And she was also in private practice as well uh, with some of her co-stars from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Judy Reyes, uh, she plays Teresa Candela. Uh, she was mostly, I've seen her in Scrubs. Uh, Robert Picado, uh, he plays Clark Murray. Uh, Robert Picado was the android, I'm sorry, he was the medical doctor from Voyager. He was the one that was like the artificial intelligence um, guy. We see him in mostly episode 9, I believe, either 9 or 10. Um, so here's some uh, crazy trivia that you guys probably didn't know about here. So let's talk about some of the episodes that I, you know, that I, I noticed here, um, and then we'll, we'll end the podcast tonight, or this evening, or, you know, this, this morning, or anything like that, so, flowers for your grave, so, most of the information I got is from IMDb that I thought I would share with you guys, um, so, again, uh, in flowers for your grave, when Beckett is informed that Castle wants to help her on the case, she asked Compton Montgomery if she could t- talk to him privately, in the script, it, Montgomery was supposed to say yes, but instead he said no and shut the office door. The reaction was an honest one that that the director liked because it she they, they he liked Stana's reaction to it so much that he decided to keep it. That wasn't originally in the script. Uh Nanny McDead. Um Castle mentions his first novel was inspired by One Life to Live, which was a series in nineteen sixty eight. And I'm not sure if you guys knew this, and I didn't either. Um, Nathan played Joey Buchanan on the show from 1994 to 1997 with a short reprise of the series in 2007. And in Hedge Fund Homeboys, um, when Brandon, who was a snot-nosed little brat of a kid, referred to what happened to the kids at the Duke case, He's talking about the case that happened with, with the Duke lacrosse team back in, tw- in 2006 um, when three members of the Duke University uh, lacrosse team was falsely re- accused of rage. Oh, I'm sorry, of rape. Um, you, you guys can look at that case later on in your own time. Um, and also, on the DVD, if you look on the, the, the chapters portion of that, it shows Hedge Fund Homeboys is episode 3. As episode four instead of episode three, I believe it is. Um, they have it switched because originally, Hedge Fund Homeboys was supposed to air after Hell Hath No Fury, 
And you can tell that because if you really pay attention, this is where the details come in. If you pay attention, and I didn't even, and I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even catch this either until I looked at this. I looked this up. You can tell because at one point in this episode, which is Hedge Fund Boys, Castle's drinking out of a fancy coffee out of the nice white mug with a saucer. But see, he didn't buy the espresso machine yet. It didn't show up until Hell Hath No Fury. Whoa. Mind blown, isn't it? I didn't even know that. And I've watched this I've watched this series a bunch of times. I didn't even know that. Um and always buy a retail. Uh, they're talking about uh obviously you guys know that he played Mal uh Nathan played Malcolm Reynolds in Firefly in two thousand two. So in the episode are Mrs. Reynolds, he is a Malcolm is advised at sleeping with a character who happens to be a red headed antagonist. Obviously, will result to him in going to a quote unquote special, very special kind of hell. Um, so he used that. So Castle used that to describe living near his equally antagonistic, antagonistic and redheaded ex-wife, which is Meredith. Um, and also, Nathan and Darby played characters who were previously married to one another um, in the movie Waitress. They played a husband and wife, which was um, very interesting. I didn't know that. Um, home is where the heart stops. Um, in the, in the beginning when you see Castle and Alexis fencing, which is doing like the, you know, the a dramatic scene in there, you know, like, you know, for a fun thing. They're quoting the dialogue between Errol Flint and Basil Rathbone in The Adventures of Robin Hood, the 1938 version of that, which is an amazing movie. I love that. We'll talk about that later in the podcast as well. So here's the, my final thoughts for the, for the day, guys. Um, I liked watching Castle for the first from the first season because I understood the, how the characters came to be and what made Beckett Beckett because of the many layers of her life that we will soon soon learn and by piecing together, you know, taking the pieces of the layers off and what she calls the walls later on in her life as well. So guys, that wraps up our dive, our deep dive into season one of Castle. If you have really enjoyed this episode, I know it was really long. I do apologize, uh, but it, if you really liked this episode, please, you know, be sure to subscribe to Lounging with Low, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcast, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Or even on my RSS feed from my Facebook page. You can also give me a review on that one as well. Um, you can send me a message on Instagram as well. I have an Instagram page here. Um, but guys, tune in next time as we get into an in-depth discussion of Castle Season 2. And if you guys have already seen Castle 1, let's go ahead and start watching Castle 2. Uh, I am already halfway through little bit past the halfway point of season two i'm hoping to get as much information as i can so i can share it with you guys but guys thank you so much again for joining me and as i as uh you guys probably didn't know i'm talking to you guys through my recliner um and i'm actually going to be lounging with you <laughs> so again join us next time as we talk about castle season two i'm your host lo and guys thank you so much for uh being with me today and uh let's launch together have a good day, guys.